Hey guys, um, so this is a little pre-show announcement that we recorded this Little Britain episode uh, a couple of weeks ago. We had some opinions, which you're about to hear, but obviously there have been developments in the fact that you can no longer watch Little Britain on iPlayer or on BritBox or was the other one Netflix? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, they must have got wind of how scathing we were in our episode. <laughs> so yeah, pretty, we're pretty big deals. So yeah, we thought we'd, um, we'd just let you know that if in case you're like, why aren't they taking current events into account? Um, and secondly, that we're going to record a little mini episode um, to take current events into account. And that'll be released midweek, do you think, Em? I think we should aim for midweek, yeah. We'll put yeah, more so about it on our socials when it's ready. Subscribe and then it will just drop into your into your pod player. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Whatever you, however you get them, whatever you're doing these days. Yeah, yeah, but so subscribe. this this episode, like we say, uh, it, it was still on unavailable and we've got some thoughts about how the removal of it was handled, which we'd love to just get our teeth into as well. Yeah, uh, on with the show. Anna Leong Brophy. Are you there? Emily Lloyd Saney, I'm here. And I'm ready for another episode of Still Legit. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Felt like if I had one of the what is it? A Vuvuzuela? Vuvuzuela sound. Vuvuzuela. Vuvuzuela. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vuvuzuela. Vuvuzuela. that... The cone shaped thing. I know. I know the yeah. ones from the uh, from the South African World Cup. That's why they've got such a much more interesting name than whistle. I don't I oh my god. <laughs> We've only just started and I'm like questioning my very being. I don't know how you say that word. It's Vivuzuela. Yeah. Okay. But that to me sounds By like questioning a South... yourself, you are questioning me and my knowledge of the instrument. <laughs> Venezuela sounds like a South American country. <laughs> it, that's Venezuela, sweetheart. And that's where the Venezuela came from. I don't know if that's true. Don't know if that's true. No one fact check, please. So, welcome to Still Legit. If you have a Venezuela, blow it now. Blow it now. <laughs> and if it's your first time to the podcast, this is a, a show where Anna Leon Brophy and me, Emily Lloyd Saney. Still with the still with the full names. She loves the full names. Yeah. Always with the full names. No one's on first name terms with us. Huh? You don't think for a minute that you are. <laughs> if you see me in the street and you listen to the podcast, I want you to say hello, Emily eyes. Lloyd Saney. Avert your eyes. Avert your eyes. Say, great to meet you, Emily Lloyd Saney. You're a goddess. <laughs> Yeah, actually. And I love your podcast. I, I do like the I won't accept anything else. <laughs> so, <laughs> that, is, Sorry. that is to say, Continue. this is the show where Anna and Emily Lloyd Saley <laughs> <laughs> revisit gems of our past. And I say gems, I mean TV programs, I mean films. I'm resisting the urge to say books because I've said that. So many times, and we're never gonna do a book. We're gonna do a book one day, guys. Stop pressuring <laughs> well, us. We've we got time. Um, but we re-examine them and ask, are they still legit today? And usually, usually, we do talk about a certain program. 
we go off on tangents and if that's not your thing then we're not your thing we are the tangent so oh Rita, strap goodness. in so <laughs> I feel very aggressive today do you feel like I'm aggressive your um your, your go-getter attitude that's what you've got <laughs> Yeah, this is what a podcast is, okay? We're not always going to stick to the point, okay? There's going to be tangents. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. I don't know if you've heard a podcast before. <laughs> you full name me or nothing. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I'm a goddess. <laughs> She's a goddess. Oh, dear. She, oh, dear. I've been just, alone today. Can you tell? Yeah, we both have. We're losing our minds. Emily does look like mm-hmm. a goddess today. She's oh. got... Oh, She's wearing like a flowing Grecian dress it is flowing and grecian actually like it it's one of those dresses that is actually very unflattering but just really does the job and in the top half which you've seen it's i don't think it's unflattering all right just saying what i see i think i was just fishing for a compliment (laughs) (laughs) it's a bump skimmer it's a real bump skimmer a bump skimmer. It's just those lovely folds are just skimming over that bump. Floating oh, around. I'd love to see that on ASOS. A body calm, <laughs> smock dress, <laughs> bump skimmer. That's what I would like, please. I'd Thank love to see much. a body calm smock dress. That's the next big thing, I reckon. Post body calm smock. <laughs> Fits really tight, but it's so loose at the bottom. <laughs> and it has pockets. It's perfect for the apocalypse. Yeah. <sighs> We need to do, we actually need to talk about that at some point, the tyranny of pockets. I had a, I, we do need to talk about the tyranny of pockets. I hate yeah. it. Because um, I came up with an idea once um, to make external pockets that are like... Um, I remember you telling me about do this. It's a great idea. Protest pockets, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so that as a woman, uh, you can you can iron them on outside of your clothes and they'll be brightly coloured and like very eye-catching and you they'll be called protest pockets because you're like boom i think it's a great idea you didn't give me a pocket i'm putting my own pocket on this so i am allowed to carry my own belongings around with me and not have a man accompanying me who carries my things but you know what if that idea took off It'd be great because when you see a protest pocket, you'll know there was no pocket there to start with and it'll become so obvious. And you'll also be like, I would be that person's friend. That would be the straightaway signifier. Yeah. You know, sometimes there are some things you see somebody and you're like, yeah, this is my this is my kind of person. Yeah. I almost don't even need to vet them. They're, they're in. Yeah. I feel like a yeah. protest pocket. Actually... Genuinely, if I was a designer of some kind, I could actually talk to my client. Okay, cool. I mean, I'm still going to try and make it happen because I think it's great and I want pockets. Protest hate- pockets. Would you buy them? Email is it still legit at gmail.com. Put your orders in and Anna will have to make them. <laughs> Please don't steal my idea. And uh, also the other thing about pockets is the short pocket, which is almost, almost more of a fuck you than the no pocket. It's like the smiling face of the patriarchal pocket. Where you get <laughs> you get a pair of jeans and you're like, great, they have pockets. And you go to put your hands in and you only get up to the knuckles. 
It is a pocket, yeah. but it's a girl pocket. It's like, you can just put some fucking lip gloss in here or something. I like to walk along the road when it's cold with my hands in my fucking jean pockets, guys. It's not, not okay. Not just your first knuckle. Not just the tips of your fingers. Yeah. And you look like an idiot. You look like you're doing a weird cowgirl yeah, stance. Yeah, Bruce Springsteen. Exactly. 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 <sighs> Outrageous. All right, well, I think we talked about the tyranny of pockets. <laughs> So like she said, there's going to be tangents. Get on board. All right. That's enough fun because what are we doing today? Yeah, you're right about it being enough fun because today we're looking at Little Britain. Fuck me. Please note the downwards inflection because we tried and I was actually, I said last week when we threw forward to this and said we're going to do it, I said I'm scared I might enjoy it. Have no fear. Well, I didn't need to worry. (laughs) but i think it raises some really interesting questions it definitely does it definitely does and it was definitely about sketch about yes exactly and for anyone who doesn't uh know emily and i are a sketch duo so this is our forte we are essentially david williams and matt lucas i think who's who i think we're all thinking it (laughs) who's who anna (laughs) Uh, I think you're Walliams, you know. I think I'm Walliams as well. I don't want to be Walliams. Do you? But I do. In Emily and I, <laughs> Emily and I have a thing where we're like, you know, who's Timon and who's Pumba? <laughs> and just and as I we... used to be so strongly Pumba, didn't I? Yeah. So strongly Pumba. And at the heart and of our it's relationship, really changed. Yeah. Yeah, and I was so strongly Timon. But now we're a bit to moan, bit Pumba. But you know, if you if you gonna if you're gonna ask that question, you're gonna go Emily's Pumba, Anna's to moan. And I think in this one, I am fucking David Williams. Ugh. I think you are, and I I'm fucking Matt Lucas. But you know that means I came up with the baked potato song. So well done, me. Yeah, it means you were George Dawes. Oh, I'd love to be George Dawes. See, there you go. That would have been my dream comedy role a few years ago. Not now. It would. I'm Why? not even joking. <laughs> Say that George again. Dawes. Yeah. George Dawes made shooting stars. Listen, I'm not not okay. I'm not completely disagreeing with you. I think Vic and Bob had something to do with it as well. Uh uh-uh. uh. I mean shooting stars was incredible for Vic and Bob, but George Dawes was an incredible character and I that is my that would have been my dream comedy role. See, I stand I by do. it. This I is love why you're that. Williams. No, I'm no, I'm so with you because I think at our core we like absurd comedy. We do. So for people that don't know Little Britain, yeah. which I'm assuming everyone does, but for people that don't, it was a sketch show. Oh, Anna, I don't know when it was first out. Oh, okay, I've got that here. Two thousand on Radio Four and then on TV. 2003. 2003. So we're talking 17 years old. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I actually didn't realise it was that old. Yeah. But then if you think about it, that's like, you know, we were at school when the whole Vicky Pollard thing... I was at uni. 2003, mate, was my first year at uni. Shit, sorry. Oh, I'm much, much younger than you, so... Oh, you stupid cow. <laughs> You stupid little, little, 
Young. Childish cow. <laughs> it was a long time ago. And I remember, I remember it coming out and hands up, I remember loving it. I, I, I remember watching it. I just, I'm not sure if I loved it or not. I think my friends loved it. My friendship group mm-hmm. loved it and would quote along with yeah, it. Yeah, a lot of quoting along, I think. That's definitely it. But yes, yeah, so it's a sketch show from David Walliams and Matt Lucas, who uh, pretty much play most of the characters with a small supporting cast. Two Some of them I'm very disappointed by, but we'll get to that in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? And... Uh, yeah, it it takes place in a made-up Britain, lots of little places in Britain with lots of reoccurring characters in the sketch show. Have I missed anything? I thought it was kind of interesting. The name Little Britain is meant is is kind of a play on this thing of like Little Englander, yes, like which kind of is referencing the those kind of narrow-minded people, you know. You can imagine he might be called a Little Englander, which is kind of meant to be poking fun at in the sketch show. And it's, I'm really interested so to get into that. So people with small town mentalities, would you say? We will save it. We'll save it. Because actually I was just thinking, which I've never thought before, Great Britain, Little Britain does the same kind of thing in its... Yeah, exactly. Little... It's a change. Yeah. Parochial minded kind of thing so before we crack open this mm. can of little british worms <laughs> shall we just have a little check in see where we're at for today's podcast let's do that you're right anna leon grophy you're right yes i am i am i'm really enjoying the hot weather and me too i have been absolutely kicking the backside of my garden and I don't care I'm getting like little old lady gasms of pleasure (laughs) (laughs) I've never heard that before (laughs) when I look out and I'm like oh shit yeah I pressure wash those flagstones I love watching flagstone washing videos oh my god it was so satisfying oh my you know we were talking about montages the other day yeah you did a montage. This is what a montage feels like. Yeah. Like, you literally, in 10 minutes, you're like, boom, I just changed this whole thing. Not like, oh, I've got to sort out this cupboard. Oh, look, it looks exactly the same as the cupboard <laughs> before, but it's taken me five <laughs> hours. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Yeah, so now I'm just like... You montaged your garden. But I feel, I do feel a bit of, um, oh, I got a garden because... I do feel like, especially right now, anyone with a garden is inordinately blessed. And especially now that you can have, <laughs> you can have people come round to your house if you have a garden. You can have. Are some, you? Are you allowed now? Yeah, you can have people come walk through the house to the garden. And my brother had our first garden guest, and I was like, "Yes, look at the garden." But guess what they did in the garden? <laughs> guess, guess what they did? He hasn't seen oh, his phone for a while. They shat. Did you say? They shat in the garden. They shat in the garden, yeah. Yeah. That, that just seemed like the right thing to do to christen it. <laughs> no. <laughs> they um, set up a massive TV outside and played FIFA. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Come on. Uh, I was like, cool. So glad you're enjoying the outdoors. 
You guys catching up, are you? Catching up. Having a good old catch up. I feel blessed Yeah. that my boyfriend isn't really into computer games. Or football, actually. <laughs> There's other things that he does. And actually, when we have played computer games at friends' houses, I've really enjoyed it. I'm mm-hmm. sure it's something that we could do together and enjoy together. But I do, I am enjoying that he's not into computer Because I'm not. If I was, then obviously that would be awful. <laughs> I'm into computer games, but I'm blessed <laughs> that he's not. <laughs> well, sometimes that is because a blessing. Because I get to play Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> that is literally my knowledge of games. Wow, great. Love it. Is that a recent game? No, Emily. No, oh, it's not. Rayman. That was from before computers were invented. <laughs> Man. Super Mario, Super Mario, <laughs> Super Mario, Super Mario, yeah. Crash Bandicoot Brothers. <laughs> like I say, burlesque. Mm-hmm. But that actually, if I was into computer games, setting up a thing in the garden actually does sound quite fun. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just quite funny because when you look out of the kitchen window and there's a massive, you can't <laughs> see them. You can just see the TV. <laughs> the back of the tv and i was like this is fucking weird this is so weird those flowers deserved a better front drop <laughs> um it's not the, it's not how i'm gonna spend the first time i'm reunited with my pals props no do you know what i mean but listen you got fifa to play and I know everyone is very sports starved at the moment oh yeah well of course actually yeah if yeah. you are into football okay i get it i get it um, I've had no more incidents, squirrel incidents, to report back on. You'll be glad to know. None that you know of. They're probably mounting. None that I know of. But they haven't eaten my radishes because I had some radishes the other day and they were very nice. You're conscious of radishes. <laughs> yeah, don't mind me. Just ate my own radishes. <laughs> the thing is, with radishes, once you eat them, they're gone. Like no more come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also, I don't like veg like that. The other thing about radishes is that you eat them and then you like. I mean, how many radishes do I really need? <laughs> yes. If you weren't here, Radish, I wouldn't miss you. I can take You're or leave you, Radish. Ingredient. <laughs> I guess okay, we've come to the point where we have to do sort it. This. Little Britain. Britain, yeah. Britain. Where do we begin? Okay, I'll begin. <sighs> Go for it. I'm just going to start with my most controversial comment. Mm-hmm. There are a few sketches that made me laugh. Yeah. Yeah. There same. are a few sketches that I would say still legit. I think that's a really good point to make at this stage. What was the one that I really... I, so we did we both watch the first episode? We both watched the, the first episode... Yeah, we both watched some YouTube clips and then we went off into a vortex of grim. Yeah, we, we did our a bit of our own picking about. But um, in the first episode, there's one particular sketch, which I really liked, which was someone playing a piano concerto at the Albert Hall. Oh, <laughs> did you write that down? My main note is, I really like the piano guy who yeah. forgets where his bag is. Yeah. This just... is why we're a sketch duo, yeah. babe. <laughs> It's just so ridiculous. I was like, that's joyful. He's playing his and he's like, oh, I had a bag with me. Oh, there it is. And he picks up a little blue plastic bag and then he carries on. Great. Great. Love that. Unfortunately, look, most of the rest of it 
is so, so, so offensive on so many levels. But I think I would like to start the conversation with what is allowed in the remit of sketch when you're playing other characters and you don't just want to play you, the people that are you, which in their case would just be privately educated white men. Yeah. Yeah. How do you go about that? I don't think they've done it the right way. No, but it made me, it was really interested because when we've done sketch, we've played people from different countries. Yeah. And it's a conversation we always have when we're creating Mm -hmm. our characters. Are we punching down? And we've ditched some characters because it feels like we're punching down. Mm -hmm. Um, I think there's a difference in when you play them with love, but sometimes that is just not enough. Oh, God. I I think it's a weird one with sketch, isn't it? Because you... Sketches have to be so varied and so different. And they have to be broad I'm never strokes. sure. You have to be able to identify a character. Broad strokes. And you yeah. want to go, right, Marjorie, she's the woman who runs Weight Watchers, but, you know, she has a problem with her own weight. That is, there's something funny in that. Yeah, well, the thing but, is, oh. this is what I find. In the sketches, there is this really, sometimes there's this really funny idea Mm-hmm. And then weaved into the sketch is this really unnecessary commentary that actually make me go, okay, who's who's the punchline? A lot because of, Marjorie's um, a great character, but the yes. first time we see her, we've got that. Um, so she's she's doing a weight thing. She's asking people what they get cravings for. An Indian lady says fish and chips. Yeah, and she's really clearly. No, does that make sense? Yeah. Fish and chips, she can't understand, she writes down curry, right? And I remember that, I remember that from 2003. Mm, I remember that as well, yeah. I'm like, right, okay, so suddenly, that's the joke. The joke changes, and I think that happens in a lot of sketches. A, it's a lazy joke, but B, it's also, and this is the problem, this is also an issue with with something like Al Murray Pub Landlord, right? Mm -hmm. Um. And there's like a long history of this sort of thing in comedy. You are like like Harry Enfield's Loads of Money, right? You are parodying a type of person. You are lampooning that type of person. However, as the fucking YouTube comments on these clips will attest to... my... The... The stupid fucking people that you are trying to poke fun at actually feel included and and um, validated by this behavior. Because let me tell you, you go, sorry, what? Sorry, what? Oh, it must be something from your country. And you write curry when she said fish and chips. And then you play a laugh track. I mean, we want to talk about white supremacy. Like we work and live and function in a world where... You know, that white woman is above, her status is above that brown woman. So any and then person suddenly she watching stops it, being, yeah, she's not the punchline. Suddenly the Asian lady's the punchline. And that happens in so many of their things. You set up a creepy guy. Sorry, I'll just um, skip mm-hmm. to, um, I asked you to watch the Dudley and Ting Tong one, which I'd never oh, seen yeah, on mate. TV. Yeah. So yeah, what, is, yeah. I, what I think it thinks it's doing is setting up the kind of creepy guys yes. that they're meant to be. But the comedy comes from the 
as the narrator says, the Thai bride being called Ting Tong Pata and then like a a comedy name. Ting Tong Maka Bang Bang. And being called King Kong and Ping Pong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the guys aren't the the guys aren't the victim of comedy no, because anymore. It's exactly that. I mean, that's women. a perfect that's a perfect example because who has the power in that scenario? Yes, those those men are creepy and um they they're quite pathetic and you know so on and so on but in that real scenario of a of a of a british man who has purchased a vulnerable woman from another country to be his bride who has the power there where does the power yeah. lie the power yeah. does not lie that quote unquote thai bride thanks for perpetuating that guys can i just read no, you thanks this is what there's there's like a honeymoon episode. Uh, there's like a right. three part honeymoon thing where he takes Ting Tong to honeymoon, and a lot of the problem you could solve a lot of this problematic stuff by just sorting out the the crude clunkiness of Tom Baker's voiceover. The voiceovers at the top of each sketch, right? Is I mean, the the opening of the second episode, it's like, says something like, Little Britain, Little Britain, the changing of the guards, uh, trooping of the coloreds, trooping of the coloreds. Did you think that was funny? Yeah, check it. Oh my God. I've just realised how the first episode, I've just remembered how the first episode ends. Oh yeah, with the minstrels. Is that what you're talking oh, about? Oh, with the minstrels. You won't even be thinking about minstrels. So, but the thing is, right? Okay. Um, Hang on, they, I should circle back with... and say. Yeah, yeah. yeah just sorry, sorry, sorry. On that point, no, no. Just so that I end it. Um, he it opens this honeymoon thing. Goes, um, Thingy Dudley has finally married his Thai bride, Ting Tong Maka Bang Bang. Laugh track. He wanted to make an honest man woman out of her. It's like yes. every single word that has come out of your fucking mouth is offensive apart from his and and you know yeah oh yeah because this person's from thailand that must mean so they're a lady boy boy. because they're from thailand they've got a stupid name that because it's not how english people's names sound we're gonna make fun of it and then the thai bride thing which just is offensive you know that's it he could have set it up so that our focus is on the creepy creepy guy but also, I'm so upset that Julia Davis was in that I know, sketch. I know. But listen, the She's my cream hero. What's she doing? British comedy, the cream of British comedy. Every single sketch I was watching it, I was like, Rob Brydon, um, Julia Davies, every like anywhere you fucking turn. I mean, Anthony Head. Yeah. <laughs> it's not comedy, but you know, like <laughs> sure. Hmm. But it's just wall to wall. Everybody got on board, and yeah, yeah. But the thing is, okay, so we we can say it was 2003 and it were a different time, but at what made me so angry, and this is the first time we've really watched anything with lots of, on YouTube more than, you know, oh, a Netflix or an Amazon Prime or something. Oh, yeah. The comments, but the thing is, the amount of people saying, oh, Matt Lucas said that he couldn't make it nowadays because everything's so PC. So it makes out like everyone was fine with it at the time, but now they're not. Which I think is yes. so untrue. 
the comments because there will be people that would listen to this and call us snowflakes oh god little pc snowflakes you laughed at the time now you're all woken up no people hated it at the time also guys there's nothing wrong with that there is nothing wrong yeah. with going hey you remember how we used to we we used to like hang people in the town square do you remember how we used to do that yeah glad i don't do that now yeah that's cool isn't it glad we've progressed to the point that we think that is wrong yeah that's good yeah that's called growth and perspective there's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with looking back on something and going it was okay then it's not okay now i mean that's literally what this podcast is about but but i just yeah well but i don't but think don't it was be, okay then don't be so nostalgic like don't be so nostalgic for the time when you could be an absolute prick and get away with it learning to grow and evolve is not a bad thing and why has everyone who hasn't done that got so much fucking time on their hands that they've got so much time to rewrite in youtube comments wow oh my god get so a hobby get a hobby oh go god, do PC, something pc can't make that i we used to love this go before canoeing. everything was pc there's still offensive comedy out there guys go watch it jim davidson still exists buy a box set Feel free. No one is stopping you from watching it. Also, they just did Big Night In and they're showing series one on iPlayer now. So don't say to us, this would never be made now. Exactly. BBC still think it's fine to show it. Big Night oh, In is aged so badly. So badly. And on YouTube, on this one. This actually... We're so angry with each other. I'm so angry. <laughs> so angry. <laughs> but um, oh, this blew my mind how tone deaf this is. On YouTube, if you go to Little Britain, you can buy on YouTube the first series. And if you go onto that page, mm. the I'm looking at it right now. Okay. So on the sidebar, it says, Little Britain, get season three on YouTube, buy. And then the big thumbnail picture that they've got is of Bubbles and Desiree. Yes. AKA, I remember it. two white men in fat suits, one of them is blacked up. Head to toe blacked up. That's the mm-hmm. fucking picture you chose to fucking use. That's the picture you thought yeah. would be the front page. Series of... three. But they, like, who what, put so that what, up? What year who was that? that up? Look, that would have been 2005, right? But that's, right. but that's not a choice then. That's a choice now to put that with the oh, BBC yeah. logo. Yeah on youtube for everyone to be like oh yeah i loved it when david williams blacked up also what is your name why is your name Williams is not a name why are we all accepting that it's you you have to get on board (laughs) it's not a name (laughs) i love your kids books by the way (laughs) one redeeming quality oh my god it's a joke (laughs) it is a joke what, his surname or that picture? It, you know, everything about David Williams I find <laughs> offensive. How did he get with Lyle well, Stone? Okay. How swim, did any sweet of that happen? Don't swim the Thames. Get out. Stop trying to limelight hunt. Get out, get out of my face. I've got a sweet, sweet goss on him. Yeah. Go on. So this could probably get me done for slander, but it actually happened and he can't believe it didn't and I can't believe it did. And also it's really not as interesting to him. So okay, I tell, tell, tell me what page. allegedly happened. There we go, we're covered. Allegedly, I used to work in a restaurant in Soho. Oh, because yeah. Because I'm an actor. <laughs> and I was a, 
I was a maitre d', and the maitre d's sort out who's sitting where, get people in, get people out, whatever, take people to their table, leave them to it. And I took him to his table. I think he was with his wife. Yeah, he was with his wife. And they started passionately kissing. Oh, my God. As I went over to say, can no. I get you some water? No, 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 no. Can I get you some water? The passionate... And I thought, okay, do you know what? Off I go, babe. I'll come back. It's all right. It's obviously yeah. date night. The guy was such a dick oh to God. me, to the waiters. Was really... I just No. Was he having a bad day? No. So we can't give him the excuse. Yeah. <laughs> it isn't really sweet, sweet goss in the end, is it? It's just me not liking him. I want to know more out. about how much he was a dick. Um, He tried to stab me. <laughs> so just for the record, yep. we're going on record to say... <laughs> <laughs> David Walliams tried to stab me with a fork and then he said, get out. <laughs> and all of this allegedly happened. Yep. Okay. Uh, allegedly, we, it can't be proven, and I haven't taken it any further. <laughs> <laughs> sweet, sweet um, God, son David. Williams, Williams, Williams. <laughs> I lo- I'm loving the song. Okay, so mm. I'm going to further the problem. Oh, good. You're going to make some more racist sketches? Well, we haven't really answered. What would, what would our answer actually be? Mm. Look, I mean, the thing is, because- I think... It's really, pro- it, I think it's really problematic and it takes um, some more sensitive brains than I'm going to say pretty much any white man. Be- just because you need to have some real bona fide. Look, I know that Matt Lucas has, uh, you know, he's got alopecia and he, you know, he, he's a gay man. There's, there are things that he has that create adversity in his life. Okay. You know, where he thought he can fall into you know, disabled, I don't know, alopecia, I don't know, but yeah, I'm not sure. Um, let us know if you have alopecia. I know it's very distressing. Uh, and also, you know, he's a gay man. Okay, those are two. They're the ones I don't see, apart from having very, very small eyes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, whatever. But um, I just don't think that you just don't have the bucks in your bank to be being like, or we can make a joke about this woman says fish and chips and we say, haha, it's curry. Because at the end of the day, those fucking racists, the misogynists, the idiots in your audience, they identify with you. You are one of them. You, this is not goodness gracious me. You're not looking at someone and going, huh, that brown person just made a good point about how we behave about Indian food in restaurants. Maybe I'll think about that. Well, here's a, here's a question though, Anna. Does Sketch, this is just me devil's advocating because I think you know my no, please, please. stance on it. Does Sketch have ranting. to say something? Well, it's fine. I think we both are. But does Sketch have to say something? If you just want to do a broad range of characters and you are playing those people, then you don't want them just to be educated middle-class white men. I mean, my personal thing is that they, they were always punching down, even their main characters. They're punching down at yeah, everyone. I just don't know. Yeah, it's a re- it's a really difficult question because if they had made a show which was just posh white guys, we'd be like, "What's this about?" So I understand you're trying to show Britain in all its diversity. It's just that when you do see, and there are shades of it because Desiree, which is David Williams, mm-hmm. like um, the foil of Bubbles, who's this 
in case you haven't seen it, who is this enormously overweight woman who is like living in a spa and thinks she's fabulous, but actually she's she's kind of deluded, right? And it's a funny character. And Desiree is the like the black version of her, but is like her ex-husband has married this even even more even more fabulous woman, right? right. That in a way is less offensive than Ting Tong Macabang Bang. Yeah. Because yeah. you are portraying I mean, obviously it, to to say it so seriously in the world of this sketch is sounds ridiculous, but <laughs> you are portraying Two women with big personalities who have personality traits, one of whom happens to be black, yeah? Mm-hmm. And both of them happen to be large, but it's kind of not about... And, uh, I could be wrong because I haven't seen them all, but like recently, you know, I didn't rewatch the whole series because I would have had mm-hmm. to kill myself. But it's kind of not just about that. They're like larger than life personalities, right? Yeah. So, and... So even though, oh my God, you're like, why have you blacked up? This is insane. You're like, okay, that's a character. Whereas mm-hmm. Ting Tong, that is purely a stereotype. A hundred percent left, right and center, up, down, everywhere. Vicky Pollard is only not a fucking snooty stereotype of a West Country chav by dint of her... You know, and it is brilliantly done, this kind of, the vernacular that you're choosing oh, to do. Oh, it's like the, the character, the characterization is fantastic. Yeah. But do not fucking say that that didn't have a knock-on effect for people who speak like that. It's it's like saying, you know, as, as if there isn't already an issue with people going like, oh, you're from the West Country, oh, what's wrong with you, you know. But then would you say in that comedy, this country does that? This country as in actual Britain. Uh, no, weirdly, the, um, oh, the, this country, yeah. the BBC comedy. I don't think that's punching down. That's made by two genuine West Country... Bristolians. Yeah. yeah, Bristolians. And it's affectionate and they're well-rounded characters. Yeah. I, yeah. Whereas... But where should Vicky Pollard have been from? And by the way, I know that this is this is not loaded because I'm like, no, I don't I know. know the answer. I, no, you're right. And that's the thing. Because then I'm like... But do I want to take Vicky Pollard out of the comedy lexicon? No, it's an incredible character. It's just that mm. what happens is that series upon series, you're digging and lower and lower on the lowest common denominator. So mm. it's Vicky Pollard, who's her dad. Vicky Pollard can't write. Vicky, you know, and it's just it just gets further and further and further into Crass the mire. Yeah, into what's funny about stupid people what's funny about asian people what's funny about fat people this is what they say in that very first very first sketch with marjorie the um fat fighters yeah uh i kind of wrote it down but it's it's slightly um paraphrased but the voiceover says as they're zooming in on it until a law is passed to put fat people in prison the fatties of britain go to blah 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 fat fighters yeah, I can see your eyes so, widening. Yeah. If I was an overweight person and I was sitting on my sofa... But let's not say even... Some of them, they're not overweight. Watching a sketch show. Not even overweight. Oh, no, they're not overweight. They're not. not. But I'm just saying, imagine being... And this is the thing that happens to you with something like this. You're merrily watching TV and then it's like a sucker punch to the stomach. 
because you're like, oh, that's what people think of me. They think I'm ting tong macabang bang. They think I'm a fatty that should be locked up because I'm so fat and disgusting. It's taking mm. shots at the people who don't. And then you can't even say, oh, they wouldn't make the because Come fly with me came afterwards. Come fly with me. Now, I hated it. And I thought that, I was like, no, this is, no, you've made Little Britain. You've made your sketch show. Sorry, yeah, you say. No, no, please. No, exp- explain what it was because I don't even know if I can. <laughs> oh, well, just, God, <laughs> we're both like getting into a real flap. Um, yeah, it is. Aren't we? <laughs> um, Come Fly to Me is it, uh, another sketch show that's kind of parodying um, those kind of reality TV shows that were set around airports and, and um, all about kind of flight attendants I and airport life. I used to love those documentaries, by the way. I'm trying to remember Airline, what they were called. Airport. Airline. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. All of them. Border control. Yeah. That I remember when we didn't have a lot of reality TV to pick from, and everyone just watched like what I mean. I didn't really watch reality TV back then, but now you've got you've got the pick of the bunch. You've got Love Is Blind. You've got everything. I mean, that's I'd still watch it. I'd still follow everyone from EasyJet around. She looks so blissed out right now. So come fly with me. I loved it. Came in and parodied these uh, in a sketch show format. And that came out. Do you know when it came out, Em? Oh God, I don't even dare think. One. Guess what day of Guess what the day of the year it came out. Day of the year. Thursday. Yeah, don't even guess the year. <laughs> what day of the year? Thursday. <laughs> you are the worst. <laughs> um, it came out on Christmas Day, twenty ten. Christmas <gasps> Day. 2010 so let's be real that's nine years ago right <clears throat> that's not even 10 years ago it won it won prizes i can't even remember now it won like a hang on i'm trying to find what prize it, it won oh i don't know if i want to know never mind let's forget about that but um yes nominee bafta tv award Best comedy program. Listen, even the Daily Express, even the Daily Express. So it aired on, I'm just reading up on it, and it aired on Christmas Day. And the Daily Express, which is a right-wing tabloid, called it the worst sketch show or sitcom to ever have gone out on Christmas Day. But the Daily Mirror... Does that mean I'm (laughs) right-wing? The Daily Mirror, though, don't worry. Let me put you back. Uh, into the normal world claimed it was a resounding success and the claims of racism and lack of humour made by the Express were unfounded and hypocritical it was the most watched comedy of 2010 Um, my god but it had thousands of viewer complaints and criticism for perceived racist content and also it should we should bear in mind that there was meant to be a second series and Lucas and Walliams decided not to make a second series Because the wave was too big. Well, third series of Little Britain was panned. The third series mm. was panned, but they were out on tour and had loads of fans at that point. Yeah, yeah, it didn't matter. And So and it, it had was... done what it needed to do. Because the third series, um, was it the third? Yeah, on the fourth one, it went to BBC One from BBC Three. So it was like... It's just, it's just, I mean, uh, kind of skipping forward now to their big night in. 
Well, we should hang on before we do that. What's that? We we should just um. It was my fault because we went offline, but we should round up what we were saying about come fly with me. Oh, so my problem with come fly with me, well, it's quite obvious. It's the same as the nations, I imagine. Was it just was that this so is racist. ten years later. So well, racist. sorry, it was nine years ago. It's really racist, and none of those characters are done with love. It is just punching down. They punch down so much. There is a character. There is Matt Lucas, completely fully blacked up, but like as as an African woman who's working at a kiosk, who and the joke about her is basically that she she's always closing early, but her and she's got these really long acrylic nails. And she's mm. basically a work shy African woman who says, um, just says, just like really, really stereotypical. A black person would say this, like, right, uh, like, yeah. uh, I went to like praise Jesus and oh, all this shit. And you're like, are you, are you like a racist uncle down the pub? What the it fuck is, is the this? Equivalent of the French chef in Little Mermaid shouting Champs Elysees or whatever the one he shouts. <laughs> yeah, Champs Elysees. <laughs> but then also the, he plays an Asian guy that's always being questioned. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's like, yeah, but again, you're not making a comment that people are profiled. You're making it funny. You're making yeah. it funny that people are profiled, that you have no place to do this. We also watched the sketch where David Williams has, sorry this is back in Little Britain, but um, my black friend. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which again, I get it, I get I get what you're trying to lampoon. Hang on, I just want to Everyone say Everyone knows more... someone like that. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say one more thing about Come Fly With Me and that was oh, yes, please. the Japanese schoolgirls, where they both dress oh, up shit, as Japanese schoolgirls. Yes, and yes. there's scrap there's going back to Little Britain. But there is something so offensive about. Um, I'd love to hear from the makeup artists who work on this because mm. you're like going, oh, okay, so you're going to be Japanese schoolgirls. So I'm gonna. What am I gonna do? Tape your eyes up. Um, I'm gonna put these teeth in. I'm gonna Mickey Rooney you. Like, what on earth? It's and and again, it's just. You can see them on YouTube. Like if you if you put that put it in, I think they're like obsessed with Cliff Richard or something. I don't know, but it's so it's so fucking condescending. It's so I'm a white guy being condescending to you. I feel like I because I still have friends that will quote and love Little Britain, mm-hmm. and I'd never really thought. I knew that I wouldn't want to watch it now, but I'd never really thought about how much it would piss me off watching it again and I am sure there will be people listening to this being like I like Little Britain and Mm. I would honestly I kind of want people that disagree with us to get in touch not so I can be like you're wrong you're wrong you know no no absolutely I would love to hear what I don't know what what the other side of it is yeah but I also think what you're referencing is something that is part of what is so dangerous about nostalgia which is you think you know to take this sideways but you know you don't want to reimagine the time the way you felt up this girl at summer camp you don't want to then with the knowledge you now know go oh should i revisit that and was that maybe inappropriate okay you don't Uh, yeah i don't want to ruin that memory for myself exactly you enjoyed little britain you don't want to be like oh now i have to take a dump on the thing that i enjoyed back in the day but 
that is the problem with nostalgia. Everyone thinks everything was better and blah, blah, blah. Whereas I completely agree with you, Em. I was like, oh, I think there's going to be some things. And then you watch it and like, oh, oh my God, every single word. And it's only because, yeah, man, like you do get woke. I think before you come for us and be like, what's the problem? Take another look at Little Britain. Now, I think most people will be like, oh, oh, because I, think- I don't remember it this way. And that's part of all those comments on YouTube. Those are defensive people who know I deserve to find this funny. Exactly. You don't get defensive about something There's nothing that need, where there's nothing to be defended. But they know what's wrong with it. And that's why they're I being think so we uncovered angry. something which I've not considered before. Mm. In that, okay, so I think on the surface, someone, if I said I don't like Little Britain, somebody would think, oh, she hates Andy and Lou because he's playing a disabled guy. It's making oh, God, fun of that. Or she, that. yeah, yeah, I know. Or she hates this because you know he's a predator or whatever. You know that kind of what snowflake but actually i think so much of like you said the problem is in the narration the setup by tom baker who says these are the people we're laughing at this Mm -hmm. is what we're laughing at and i think they worded it really badly they had an opportunity and i think they could have just been cleverer there's so much laziness Mm -hmm. yeah so much laziness it is i would really like to hear i would so please (laughs) get in touch we can still be friends You're right. Oh dear. Hey, um, ask me. Ask me if you're ready to. Oh God, I'm so ready. I want to know, Emily. I want to know. You're right. I've got a yes, I am all right, and a no, I'm not all right. Can I do them both? You're a complicated woman, Emily, and I respect that. Okay. Well, it was going to be a, a big old negative rant. I don't know if you've noticed my mood today. <laughs> grumpy. Didn't sleep. <laughs> But my neighbour oh. just came round. She works at the Norwood, South Norwood Community Kitchen. She knock her out. And sometimes if there's spare food at the end, you know, when she leaves, she'll bring it round knowing that, you know, I eat a lot. <laughs> and today she came round with two veggie burgers with a um, new, new potato salad with Big Mac sauce. In little cartons. I don't know where she got those from, but I'm in. I'm just for the sauce. And rhubarb crumble. And Shut two coconut waters. Up. I mean, take it or leave it. And weirdly, a whole box Big of Lurpak. How she knows what? I like Lurpak? That's my oh, favourite. It's happening. What are you going to do? You're going to make no. a little butter snowman. <laughs> <laughs> little Did butter you, sculpture. I showed you a video. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to make my, I'm going to make the little Lurpak stop animation man from the 90s. Oh, yes. Please. Why my like reference that. is so old? We've got Oh, friends. yeah, he played the little Goofy Swaler. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. We've got a friend, uh, Ollie, who, who's in Battle Axe with us. Honestly, his, all of his references, all of his cultural references are from before he was alive. <laughs> are we getting to the how. age now where... Are we oh getting my... to the age now where all our references just stop? and cut off and like you know there's like my mum's friends that I talk to and it's always they don't, they don't make them like they used to kind of vibe yeah. but it, it literally stops in like 1977 and it's I so just, literally I know, and I'm every... so terrified about that M because I'm like listen I was amazed growing up I was like but mum dad Michael Jackson 
it's not like he's only just come on the scene 2001. He's been around since the fucking 70s. And you guys don't... So you stopped listening to... Like, 25 years ago, you you stopped listening. You you just got Bob Dylan's last album and just stopped. What? There's an off button for memories. I think I will constantly refer to Glastonbury a certain year. <laughs> nothing oh. else will nothing else will have happened since in music. I mean, me. that still sounds pretty cool though. Yeah, I She's know. She's pretty I cool purpose. this I'm, one. I'm, dick. She's pretty I'm a real cool. dick. <laughs> You're my dick. So yeah, I'm gonna make my little um Lurpak man and eat my veggie burgers. I showed you a video, didn't I? Oh I my a... god, this video. <laughs> I love how we just we're just avoiding talking about a little Britain at this point. <laughs> yeah, we're like half an hour in. Never mind. It's going to take ten shit. minutes to slag it off. Oh god. Um. I. Um, I so recently, amazing. in fact, I'm going to post, post it. it. You have to post it. I'm writing it down. Okay, I'll post it. So I am doing uh, comedians playing quiplash for a, a night called Canned Laughter that raises money for food banks. And lots of different comedians were on a Zoom call and it's played on Twitch and that confuses me. So Olga Cock was hosting and she was introducing the comedian. She introduced me, we had a chat, and then she introduced Gabby Best. So I thought I was off camera and just dig in and pick up some chips, oh have God. a little nom, pick up a burger... <laughs> Just the burger, the burger in. reveal is probably the finest <laughs> bit of comedy that we've ever been associated with. It was amazing because I was like, oh, like, oh, she doesn't. Re- it's like those videos of uh, weathermen who are like, you know, flipping the bird <laughs> yeah. and then they're like, oh, shit, I'm on camera. Emily's just there. She's I'm like, oh, shit, she's got some chips. They look like chips. And then she's just looking into the camera, <laughs> picks up this fucking massive burger and takes a huge <laughs> fucking gobble. <laughs> 350 so people watching, I believe. Oh, honestly, I mean... Hey, in some a very, people will pay more for that. In a very bleak week, a very bleak news week, it's been very overwhelming. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That genuinely cheered me up. And I didn't think it would. <laughs> you were like, well, here's a stupid video of me making a dick of myself. And I was like, oh, this is a bit inappropriate, Emily. We're trying to... Oh! <laughs> and that, you know, it made me laugh. And I needed it. I, yeah, I really... I just did it. Yeah, I'll definitely post it. Yes, but it yeah, does yeah. make me think. So for three years before it went onto the TV, it was a Radio 4 show. Now, three how, years? Mm-hmm. How do we feel about that? Like, it's a whole other thing, isn't it? If you're doing an accent on the radio, how are we feeling about that? Yeah, that is weird. Because I think if we got a sketch show now, we'd still play our Eastern European ladies, Vivander and Luanda. Mm-hmm. But We'd probably yeah, still yeah. trip up over the... I know it's different, but we would trip over the words in that kind of, oh, this is funny because it's the Eastern European. We play our two boys, John Rolfio and Leon, who I think, you know, just sound like Londoners, but to people I've spoken to, I was like, oh, I always imagine them as two black lads, which is so right. strange yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, obviously we'd black up if we did did them in the TV show. Oh, on the radio. We'd black up <laughs> for the radio show. 
Yeah, I mean, that's exactly it, isn't it? When we did Eurovision, I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to even do a Greek accent anymore because I don't know it and it doesn't feel... So, I don't know. And and it's it's that thing where you're like, okay, we're not in a situation and certainly, you know... American actors have been playing Russian spies since day dot. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, I mean, I'm hoping that some Russians get to play those as well. But if, for example, someone like you or I were not able, were only allowed to play the exact race that we are, mm-hmm. uh, guess what? I can't play <laughs> anybody. Yeah, because I'm like... That's why I always make you be a middle-class white man in our <laughs> To give you opportunities. Thank you. And um, I must say, I like it. You're very, I'm you, a very attractive man. <laughs> um, you are. That's what I was meant to be, really, I think. Mm. Well, anyway, look, let's just agree I've got big dick energy and move on, okay, guys? Um, <laughs> but, you know, I'm half Malaysian, half Irish, part Chinese. Don't worry, let's not get into it. But there are no parts sp- specifically calling for my race. So. Unless I'm allowed to play... I mean, in the past, the parts that I was allowed to play were East Asian roles. But, you know, I might play... I've played a North Korean woman. I'm not North Korean. Guess what? There's not really any North Korean actors in the West because of North Korea. So... However... Tell me. No. Uh, this is, That's completely separate and it's nothing to do with North Korea. I just <laughs> remembered that a Korean man has been the first guy to get on the ISS. Oh, yeah. The first Korean man on the ISS is, went up like last week oh, or something. Oh, nice. Sorry. Got excited for a Korean man for no reason. Sorry. Um, I mean, bet are he's probably South Korean because... No, he's definitely South Korean. Yeah. He's definitely. <laughs> but, um, definitely. But so there's, there's this thing, isn't there? It's like, I think there is a space where if it's done with love, if it's done in the appropriate circumstances... Would it be appropriate for you and I to to get to you know when we're doing an Edinburgh show um, on a shoestring? Are we going to hire in a cast of fifteen other people to play the part? To play those people alongside us? No, we're not. But are we ever going to play an African woman, a work shy African woman? Absolutely not. No. Yeah. That and that's it. That's exactly it. And that's that is. Uh, you know, and I think that's a little bit why, for example, Andy and Lou, it, you know, yes. Is it ableist? I think yes. And it did kind of shock me that they did it again in the lockdown special. Yeah, me too. Because it Can't is... I believe that's, they think that still holds up. When you've not got, like, the proper costume on, it is just Matt Lucas, like, making a kind of, oh, uh, this is my face if I make it, you know, like... like Oh, you're just sticking your tongue and lolling. Oh, God. Anyway, but, however, the reason why I think that's a little bit more, um, a little less problematic is because Andy is, he is in charge in that situation. He is the one who is uh, on top, who comes out on top, you know. Um, And I would be interested, obviously, it's easy for me to say I'm, an able-bodied person with yeah you know because is it offensive that now i'm thinking of it i'm like is it offensive that there's oh faker in the wheelchair just faking it i i don't know i'm 
Well, it's kind of like Anne who says eh, 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 until her phone rings. And then yeah, and then she speaks absolutely normally. It's mm. okay. But this was a, a bonkers character, mm-hmm. but now it's the fakers. There's just lots of predators. There's lots of fakers. And everybody yeah. seems to be just nasty. <laughs> hate them all. So talking about the, the lockdown special, right? The Big Night In. Big Night In. Yeah. They, they did a, a version. A distant version. Yeah. Oh, actually, just before we move on, at the end of the first episode of the first series, I wasn't, like, suddenly high, was I? There was just two... It was just Matt Matt Lucas and David Williams blacked up as They were being told there's too many minstrels on the radio, so they turned over, they played some old jazz and they started dancing just blacked up, just there's, as minstrels. There's too many minstrels, they should go back to minstrel land... And then they turn the channel and yeah, like you say, and I'm like, I I think there was oh people almost... being racist towards minstrels. Is that is that what's what's that joke? I feel like there was almost there was the kernel of a very clever social comment there. So, yeah, but you needed to fucking commit to that if you were going to do that sketch because guess what? You're just blacking up again. Just old I school blacking up now, huh? I think just that's indicative polish. of the whole thing. There's sometimes kernels of very clever social commentaries, mm-hmm. but they didn't pull it off. I never know who they're poking fun at. I never knew who they were punching. Exactly. Like with the Ting Tong thing. I can yeah. see that they're trying to say, look at these two pathetic men. They have thought that they can buy women, but the women do not triumph in that adversarial state. You're not. You're showing I just want to them. say triumph in an advers- adversarial state is the most intelligent sentence that I've heard in so long. <laughs> I don't think it means anything. It's just, just fucking dictionary. But you know, they're not the the the, the thing that really fucking annoyed me out of everything on that was that both the brides, the male order brides. I'm doing big air quotes here. The Thai bride played by Matt Lucas and The Russian Bride, played by Julia Davies. Both of them seem to want to be with these guys. Like, it's almost yeah. like you you two white guys, are, you, you're trying to make fun of these people, but you're so, you're so part of the problem that you think that they would be like, no, no, please don't leave me. Do you know the situations that women, those women who have to be bought as wives and brought to another country, do you know the situations they're escaping and what they're trying to do for themselves? Yeah. But also, my uncle is married to a Thai woman and it's so ingrained in people's Mm -hmm. vernacular now. The amount of times people will just say Thai bride. Oh God. Thai bride. Thai bride. Because she's Thai and she married him. Yeah. That's, she's Thai yeah. bride. Um, uh, same, my cousin uh, is married, my white cousin, Irish cousin, is married to um, a Thai woman. And there was plenty of like, oh, well, what is a visa running out? Oh, what is the... It's like, yeah. No, they just got married because they are... Like, you got married, you fucking racists. And that is the danger. It just perpetuates this awful, awful stereotype. Yeah. It doesn't let us move on from it. And I think that's oh, where... Exactly. Yes. It does that with many of its sketches. It perpetuates awful stereotypes. Yeah. I mean, the word chav was thrown around so much when we were growing up. Chav. Mm-hmm. It's like Vicky Pollard has a massive part to play in that, you know? So anyway, going back on to um, 
the lockdown one. Yes. Some of the ones they still, I mean, they kind of apologise for... They say, we. I don't think we can do that anymore. I don't think we can make... After they've made a joke, we, yeah, I don't think we can say we that anymore. We didn't even touch on this. No, you can't. But there's, there's a whole... This character of Emily, which is David Williams dressed as a woman. I'm a lady. Going, I'm a lady. I do lady things. And, you know, it's kind of... I mean, and, and I think that was one of the things that Matt Lucas has said, you know, I wouldn't uh wouldn't black up wouldn't like kind of take on transvesticism because that is what it is you know it's not not a transgender person it's just someone who likes to cross dress so to speak you know um yeah um a, a man in the day to day and then sometimes dress up but eat again in the voiceover um some people like to dress this one man likes to dress up as a lady it takes all sorts i suppose again like Look at these ridiculous people dressed as... I wonder why they brought that one back And yeah. in terms of their strongest, most... Did they bring it back just so they could say, I don't think we can say that anymore? Oh, I yeah, think, I think they I, did. Well, actually, I think it's even worse than that. I think they get to have their cake and eat it that way. That's that's saying nice ass and then going, oh, sorry, I, I was only trying to be nice. Yeah. You get to say it and then you get to take it back. I called myself out, so I'm allowed to make exactly. a joke. You get to make one of your famous catchphrases, I'm a lady, or whatever, it, you know, the way that he did it. And then immediately, that was the whole sketch. One of them goes, I'm a lady. And the other one says, me too, but I don't think we're allowed to do that anymore. Well, guess what you did? You just did it again. You just yeah, did it and the again. Comments. And the comments, the comments are like, I used to love this program, such a shame, blah, blah, blah. Look, they're making it. You can't say it's a shame it would never be made anymore. They're making it. They're allowed to make it. But actually, it plays into the fucking YouTube commenters' hands because what it says is, guys, we'd love to do that sketch that you love, but our hands are tied. Oh, we wish we could do it. Look, we've put the outfits on and everything, but we can't because everybody's spoiling our fun. And then it's just the perfect opportunity for those people to be like, oh, see why those snowflakes ruining our fun? Why can't you come up with something fucking funny that isn't just kicking everyone else? Also, you just watched something that you found funny and you've commented defensively, like you mm-hmm. said before. Why not just be like, oh, yeah, I love this. If you love it. And move the fuck They're on. They're always like, yeah. Why can't you make some more racist comedy? I'm so angry that there's no more racist comedy because... Not enough racist comedy. Nobody <laughs> makes racist comedy anymore. God, they don't make racist comedy like they used to. God, fucking hell. You can't, you can't fucking... But that's when you know it can't say anything oh, these days. God. What is you it can't, that you want to yeah. say? You want to say something racist, yeah. don't you? Oh, you can't shame people for who they are and who they feel like they are on the inside anymore. God damn it. I hate it. Like, what? What? God, I have to give a, boi- a voice to people that are underrepresented. Yeah. Ugh, oh, God. Off. My life is ruined. <laughs> now I'm going to get on YouTube and spend the whole time fucking Googling things that I can go. Stay there. Just Google it, watch it. Remember that you are in ascendancy at all times. We live in a white supremacy. Just fucking move on. on. I've got something to tell you. Oh my God. In one of the comments, it's talking about someone's like, bullshit that this doesn't get made anymore. There's a program out at the moment. So this is a few years ago. There's a program out at the moment that literally makes fun of Housewives of ISIS. (gasps) 
So don't say that this doesn't get made anymore. Listeners, I was in that oh sketch oh, called The Housewives God. of Ice. It was a satirical. Uh, I think we could probably do a still legit on that whole series, actually. We could. Um, I do actually regret being in it, but not for the reasons you'd think. I do think it was satire and it it did some good work, but I don't think the writers knew that it would while they did it. That's, um, yeah, well, we could. Let us know. And I was like, oh my God, I've been used in defense of Little Britain. Oh <laughs> Shit. Just really quickly, because I'm aware that we could really talk about this for a lot longer. I thought we'd have 40 minutes of slagging it off. We have gone on. No regrets. Again, I just wanted to to reference uh, one more thing in the um, in the lockdown thing because it's like a unique opportunity for us to see, like, you know, in the first instance, is it still legit? That was from twenty years ago to now. Yeah. How do you you know the yeah. makers of it and so on? There's a bit where they go, um, oh, someone left a cake for me. It's delicious. Um, David Williams' character is eating the cake. And then Matt Lucas' character says, yeah, it was that lovely Mrs. Gupta. Immediately, David Williams, Williams fucking hell, starts vomiting. And, you know, the implication is, oh, gross. (laughs) A brown person touched this cake. And, like, projectile vomits. Projectile vomits twice. Yeah. And I think it's clearer he's a dick in it. I think it's clearer. Is it needed? Is it funny? Is it legit? No. The thing is... Absolutely not. Lazy. And this is the problem with a sketch show that is all disconnected. Um, there is no thematical uh, conclusion, no drive towards anything. It's just we keep revisiting. And that's generally how sketch shows are made for TV, right? They don't learn, yeah. The characters never learn. They never grow, per se. And we never get to see what the creator's um, outside view of them is. Which yeah. I would say is... The diff is one of the main differences between this those characters in our sketch show is that we then step out and comment on those characters. We talk about them, we relate to them, yeah, and and we contextualize what we're trying yes. to explore with those characters. The other thing is that we have a heart when we make those characters. You know, we got a lot of love for those. Also, characters. we're hilarious, and we're brown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally, I can imagine. You know. At a coffee morning or a church, and you're like, "Oh, this is really nice." Yeah, yeah. You know, Mrs. Patel made those, and they, oh yeah, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. <laughs> and you don't think you're being racist? It's you're you're repeating. A you're joke just repeating that a was joke. done this year. You're not even saying, "Oh, I agree with this joke," but. Trust me, it all goes into reinforcing those fucking prejudices. Yeah. All of it does. So what you're saying is that you do still think it's legit? I do, 100%, yeah. Yeah, watch it. Go watch the whole series by the box set. We do have to go, we do have to, I think it's really clear, but we do have to now round up. Yeah. Emily, legit or not legit? Absolutely not. <laughs> Obviously, no. I agree with you. And I, I don't... I enjoyed it at the t- I did enjoy it in 2003 when it came and out. And that's positive. I think it has no place in today's society. It should not be on iPlayer and it should not be featured in the Big Night Inn. And I don't I think so. I think it's cleverer, smarter, newer, fresher comedy. I love Matt Lucas. I love Baked Potato. 
I love what he's been doing. Uh, I don't think that it's legit. And I think um, it's really positive. I actually think it's really positive. And just kind of going, you know, it sort of brings us back to this YouTube commenter thing. It's really positive that you liked it 17 years ago and you've grown as a person and you're able now to look back on it and go, oh no, absolutely not. Because that means you've, that's growth, people. That's growth. Oh God, YouTubers, get out of my face. That's fine. And it's positive. But I'm the same. I think um, it's completely not legit. But I, I do, anyone who has a soft spot for Little Britain, and I think loads of people will have, it was what we were growing up with, do actually go back and look at some of these with fresh eyes. And I think if you're horrified by them, you can give yourself a pat on the back as well and say, I've grown as a person. In the time, in in what's going on right now, we all have to understand that racism isn't a bad person doing a bad thing. That any other ism, any other kind of prejudice or suppression, oppression, it's not a bad person doing a bad thing. Just like rapists aren't men in balaclavas jumping out of bushes. It's an internalized systemic problem. And this is a product of that. So we Mm -hmm. have to walk around with our eyes uncovered. Otherwise, these things continue to pass the the smell test. Because everyone's like, but they're just good people. They're not racist. So it's fine. They're not uh, ableist. They're not transphobic. They're not homophobic. Look, he's gay. It doesn't mean it can't still affect the society that we're living in. Rant over. Yeah. Good rant. I did wonder if you knew I was still here, but... Oh, <laughs> hang on. Are we Are we doing, still doing the podcast? <laughs> Is no, us? it's a really good point. And I think especially just, yeah, like you say, in the times that we're living in. And weirdly, in the last few weeks, that means a completely different thing now. Um, with what's happened over the last few weeks and obviously what's going on in America. Just think to yourself, what am I doing offline? Yeah. And if you're coming back to this from the future, how is the future? What's it like? Do you guys have flying cars yet? And also we should say (laughs) that, you know, there's been a lot of um, protests and people speaking up uh, in reaction to uh, the death of George Floyd um, and just generally police brutality in America and the institutionalized racism in America but it's being protested across the world and people are speaking up. But I really think it's important for people to remember that when it's not in the news, it's still happening. Yeah, there's that amazing meme of, of Will, Will... I say, sorry, that there's an amazing meme, but a quote for Will Smith being like, racism, it's not new racism, it's just being filmed. It's not like it's happening more, it's just being filmed now. But it's it's the same with, yeah, It it's not even though that we're like, oh my God, racism exists. It's just, it's there's been a flare up that has brought things to the public attention, but believe that every black person in America is fucking dealing with that on a daily basis. Believe, micro, macro, it doesn't just happen here. We do a protest, we write an Instagram post and then we go, wow, I've really done my bit, like, racism's over until the next time a black person dies in america it is not how it works 
See, little Britain, look at that conversation you made. It's almost like you were worth it. <laughs> you weren't. Oh. Okay, so moving on. Yeah. Moving on, moving forward. Let's talk about next week because yeah. um, I put a, well, we put a call out. We put a call out on Instagram to say, what should we do next mm-hmm. on Still Legit? Do you want to hear the responses, Anne? Well, my favourite responses, because these are the three contenders that I think we should. Okay. Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Doubtfire loved it so much, but worried it might not be legit. Thank you, Brontosaur. Mrs. Doubtfire. Uh, here's one, Anna, that I've never watched, actually. Clue. Clue? I don't think I know that. What's Clue? It's kind of got a poster-like love, actually, but I don't think... I feel like it's got Knives Out kind of connotations to it. Oh, I love Knives Out. Although, so white. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, Bit new for still legit. And Baldy underscore three says big. Oh, I mean, Tom Hanks. We've talked a lot about Tom Hanks and how he seems to be immune to still legit scrutiny. <laughs> um, do we do we do it? Or do we do a Tom Hanks episode? I think we should just do big. Let's do big and we'll, we will do a Tom Hanks bonus episode at some point where we just discuss... His uh, his canon. Is that the right word? Is that the right word I'm looking for? Uh, yeah, I get it. Clue okay. looks interesting. It's another John Landis film. We'll do it at some point, definitely. All right. Well, thank you, everyone oh. who submitted. But those are our top three for now. Everyone else, you're still on the list. Um, we yeah, will be back next week, same time. Still ranty, and I'll be in a better mood. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because I'll have watched big. You will have not have just watched um, Little Britain. So, yeah. guys, email us uh, if you've had if you have any feelings about um, a Little Britain. Come fly with me. Any of the any of the things we've talked about today, drop us a line. Is it still legit at gmail dot com, or you can find us on Insta, where I will be posting a video of Emily <laughs> accidentally eating a burger. Uh, in the middle of a comedy show. <laughs> oh, that's at Still Legit Podcast. I've just remembered I've got like a, the veggie burger tonight. Oh my god! Yes. I can't believe you're getting delivered burgers on a regs. It's rude. I don't know what I'm going to eat tonight. So we'll see you same time next week. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Bye.